Hey fellow entrepreneurs, welcome to Buckets and Boomgates with Kim White and Carrie Zarb, where you get to be the fly on the wall in weekly conversations that are designed for you, the entrepreneur. Business can be hard, and doing it alone is even harder. That is why in this show, these two business owners will share across the globe what they have experienced so you can get serious results while having fun in your business. It's now time to join today's conversation with Kim and Carrie. I am here in the BBG studio and I am here with the famous Carrie Zarb, also known as the Money Barista. And the crowd goes wild. <laughs> hey, Kim. Hey, Carrie. How's that for a kickoff? <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. I think we should start every show with something they're similar of. How about that? <laughs> I love it. So I want to say out loud, our BBG studio, Carrie, is a big deal to us. We have like come to the name of it. We think that's a big deal. We think all these... But Carrie, there's a way bigger deal on our topics today. Yeah, it's a little bit of a deal, Kim. It's not that huge, really. It's not. Carrie Zarb, it's huge. Huge, huge. <laughs> when you are getting, and we're just going to go there, Carrie. Okay. We're just going to go there. When you are doing something, anything, you have to be okay with being flexible and evolving into what is better and better and better and better. You don't ever arrive. You don't ever come to a place of perfection, but you get clearer. And Carrie, the whole world has witnessed you get so clear with the Money Barista brand. I just think everybody needs to know kind of some of the backstory because Carrie, this is a very powerful example of staying true to you, staying true to what you've done for a very long time, and yet vision it up, as Adam would say, with very simple but very sexy, Carrie, branding. Well, Kim, I want to add something else to this episode because you've been on this journey with me in the past almost three years, and you've been witness to this journey You've been witness to me because when we first met, I was, how should I put this? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it how it is. Virtually, I was under my desk. In real life, I was perfectly fine. I wasn't hiding. There was, I was okay in real life world and career and business and all the things. But virtually, I was like, uh-oh, I'm out. Like, didn't want to be on camera, didn't really want to speak. And I think... It's worth mentioning as well, because I like to be a little bit probably over-transparent. Firstly, let me apologize for those that are getting this now on a repeat in the respect of we spoke about this last week. However, there's a little bit more to it that we had to share. So, sorry not sorry, I guess is the thing to say there. Because the other piece that people don't know, Kim, or very few know, is that when we first met, you knew that I was in finances and that I had been around the, the numbers for quite some time. However, like any good entrepreneur, and when I say any good, any normal entrepreneur, and I know you don't like the word normal, Kim, but I'm just go with me here, we look for something else. 
we look for something that we think is going to create an impact because what we do on the daily and what we do love seems so ordinary and so boring and so repetitive and why would anybody want this? What, how could I possibly help anybody? All those things come to the forefront when you embark on this entrepreneurial journey. And for me, this is the second side of my business. It's not, it wasn't just building a business. It was adding an extra layer to my business to help more people. So Kim, I was very guilty of suddenly turning around to you one day before we really kicked into gear and I said, hmm, podcast marketing, hmm, because I was doing it myself. I was finding out how it all worked and I learned all these things and and all these tricks and tips that I could share with others. And I thought, oh, that's my calling. I can do podcast marketing. And that was a very short piece in time because to me, I thought the finances were boring. I thought people didn't really need anything else about them. I didn't think I could really help anybody. And I didn't think anyone really wanted to listen because it was so ordinary. So Kim, I wanted to confess to that because I think a lot of us go through that. It's not uncommon to already be doing something and then think that you need to do something else. And if anything, it probably helped me realize, uh, well, I actually already love what I do and I have this experience and knowledge to share in this space. So what are you doing? You know, just one of those moments of what, where are you going with this? What are you doing? Yeah, help it giggle, Carrie, because I remember all of this very clearly, Carrie. But I will say, this is the part that when you're looking to do a business or you're looking to add on to something you're doing in your business, think about it this way. You are more than capable of doing podcast marketing and you are good at it. You do great for like our podcast. You do great for the things that, you know, that you are doing. However, your ordinary, which wasn't always your ordinary, it has become your ordinary being like the financial guru. And I know that's not what you want me to call you, but I can't help it. When you look at that, your ordinary is everybody else's extraordinary because everybody else is not got that like they don't have that experience of all those years of learning and figuring out financial things. And most entrepreneurs, and I'm going to use this honestly, I do not have the stat. I should have got one before we started. Most entrepreneurs have no clue about their money. And that's part of the reason they're such a high, I'm going to say dropout rate, kind of like high school, they drop out. Entrepreneurs drop out because it's too hard. They're trying to learn how to do a business. They're trying to learn how to, you know, do their business finances. They're trying to learn how to do whatever it is their business actually is. And Carrie, you're spot on when you say people don't pick the thing that they're really good at because that can't be the thing is what they think they tell themselves. So if you're willing, Gary, I would love for you to go a little deeper into this because it was, an, it was an amazing thing to watch you go from this to one light bulb after another because I feel like that's, as entrepreneurs, that's how it works too. We have light bulb moments and then we have another light bulb moment. Then, oh, now we have another light bulb moment. <laughs> 
Kim, it is so true. And I challenge anyone out there that is an entrepreneur not to identify with that. We have it, sometimes it feels like a daily where we just have that moment in time where we go, oh, get out of town. And and the penny drops, the light bulbs light up and, and everything. Something makes sense. Something clicks in us because we're forever thinking. Our brains don't stop a buzzing throughout the day. Even if you're just standing there waiting for the kettle to boil or you're, you know, going to make some toast for breakfast, those moments in, it could be, you know, just waking up in the morning. I don't know about anybody else, but when you wake up in the morning, my brain starts spinning at a million miles an hour. As soon as that happens, that's it. I'm getting up. I'm not going back to sleep. It's, that's it. Brain's awake now. Off we go. And it starts from that moment you wake up and it kicks into gear to when you have your first cup of coffee and then another kick in the gear and if you go for two, three, four, five cups of coffee, look out. And this is all day until you go to bed of a night time. And some people, and I'm I'm very fortunate, Kim, I'm not one of these people, some entrepreneurs can't sleep because they can't turn off the brain. So with all of those thoughts and things dropping into our head moment to moment, it's like fireworks. It's it's even beyond light bulbs. It's fireworks when you start to put some puzzle pieces together and you start to see how things can be connected and what they can actually mean. Because Kim, let's be open and honest. We spoke about this in the last episode. I've gone from all these different names and labels and taglines and things to one just one. And Kim, you speak about the one thing like a lot. That is one of your most favorite things is the one thing. And that's exactly where I was able to arrive at by, honestly, there was a lot of time of just sitting back and wait, not waiting. I don't want to call it waiting. I wasn't waiting. I took the mental pressure off myself of I need it now. When's it going to happen? Anyone that's sitting there going, when, when, when am I going to arrive? When is this going to kick in? When is this going to happen for me? It ain't. When you're sitting there trying to force it, it is not going to happen. You cannot force this situation and this point, I'll call it, of arrival that you want to be at without sitting back and just letting it come. Have the time, give yourself the time to have the thoughts and sit back and not not react to every little thing. Just actually slow down, as you say, Kim, to speed up later. And that's when it comes, when you least expect it. If you want to force it because you want it yesterday or you want it tomorrow, it actually stops it from happening. It's weird, Kim. I can't explain it, but that's what I truly believe. So, Terry, I think it's not waiting as much as it is processing. Processing feels like painful torture sometimes <laughs> whenever, because we entrepreneurs, we are driven to want it now. Like we are, we are movers and shakers, I'll say. We're people who do things to get things done. We, like we have a whole list of adjectives we could use, Gary, for all the entrepreneurs we hang out with. And I don't know one of them that doesn't want more than they have, that doesn't want it yesterday, that doesn't like all that. But it's that allowing the time that feels like really hard to process and get clear in a way that 
everybody around you also can be clear. I don't think anyone can like misunderstand the money barista. You're serving coffee, you're serving, you know, business financial like control, because I think that's what you really serve, Carrie, is the control of your finances, along with a great cup of coffee. Let's not forget that. (laughs) It's important, Carrie, for you to be able to share this. This is what we believe anyway, that it's important to be able to share these things so that all the entrepreneurs out there listening are not thinking they're different than us in the fact that all of a sudden you got clear, so there's something wrong with them. You have always been just super clear from day one. There's no one on the planet that has been. Like you, all, everybody, every entrepreneur, every business gets clearer and clearer if they continue to be open to that, Carrie. I think so too, Kim, because, and together with the fireworks, the light bulbs, the penny drops, all of those moments are what brings us to that. Even if it's just a thought of, oh, hang on a minute, I've got two spreadsheets, one for this and one for that. Why have I not got them together on one spreadsheet on two tabs? Like even the littlest things that we do that we recognize can be done different, can be done better, more efficiently a different process, something that works better for us, all of those things bring clarity. Even if it's just simply, you know what, I do my grocery shopping on a Wednesday and Saturday was working so much better. You know what, I'm going back to Saturdays. Anything we change and shift in our entire lives affects us in our business and all of it equals that help that we need to get the clarity that we need because it may seem small and insignificant. Who cares what day you do the shopping? Or who cares what day you wash your clothes? Like all those things sound like nothing. But together, when you get everything lined up and all the pieces and you're making this perfect puzzle and you're bringing it together for what works for you, that just freed your mind for something else. If you don't have to think about what day it is and whether you need to go and do the grocery shopping, now you're brain's open to have other thoughts and other ideas. So I think everything counts, Kim, and allowing ourselves to have those moments of making those decisions and lightening that load on our brain. But Kim, I want to go another step as well. I think some of it comes from us as a human, because if we don't get enough sleep, if we don't eat enough food or drink enough water, or perhaps we're not exercising as much as we would like... I think it all impacts. Everything has an impact. Even if it's something silly, like every time you back out of your driveway, you've got to dodge the rubbish bin that's sitting on the nature strip, you know, like whatever it is. It could be, again, so small and so insignificant, but it's taking away your brain power to work on your business and get clear. So I know that sounds like a little off the beaten track there, Kim, and I apologize, but That's how I feel about the whole getting clear process is that we do need to give it a chance to come, but we also have to free our minds and our schedules to allow that to happen as well. All I can say is boom, Carrie, because you're bringing it this morning, like to all the, all the ones listening out there, I just have to like say this again. We usually have conversations, but we are intentional today with bringing this information in a different way, simply because you are willing to tell your story of transformation. We talked about the podcast 
like the Money Barista podcast, by the way, y'all. We talked about it on the Money Barista podcast this week. I think that's worthy of being said to carry the just the story of where it came from. That was a super powerful thing. But I love that you were sharing. You would have been just fine doing podcast marketing like that. That's not the problem. I've never seen you light up about podcast marketing like when somebody whispers the word spreadsheet. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) If you ever like watch Carrie in the word spreadsheet in the same room, you will see this big glow come, you know, out out of the room because that lights you up, Carrie, of the finances. And, you know, we had a board meeting last Mm. week. Yep. And I have to confess, it's one of those things that I giggle every time something happens and we, like this particular board we're both on, this particular board, we make decisions, like, you know, all of these things. But I am laughing because y'all don't understand. You can talk about all the different subjects and Carrie's like, yeah, yeah, she even had popcorn at it. Let me just say that too. (laughs) So she's doing all these things, but you get to the part where there's money involved and not because she's money centric, but because she's business finance centric. Like that's really what lights you up. All of a sudden it's like, okay, yeah, but what about this? What about that? And she was just eating popcorn. Yeah. So I feel like going from that place of, okay, I'm really great at this, but I'm going to choose to do something different because that feels too easy. I think is a brilliant story to bring to to BBG, Carrie. I just think it's brilliant. Well, Kim, um, I will confess as soon as there's any kind of something on the table and there's that that view of different topics and things to discuss, I will gravitate to the numbers. I can't help it. I am a magnet to the numbers and, and we all are. You put a range of topics in front of someone that excels in marketing, they're going to go to the marketing arena. It's the same thing for everyone. We, we all gravitate to where we fit, where we serve well and where we can excel. And so we should. That's not anyone, like I'm not saying this from a place of, I, I know everything about numbers. I'm, it's not that. I, that's just where I go because that's where I can help the most. And the part that makes the most amount of sense to me that I can contribute to and, and look to help the situation with. And likewise, for the marketing guru out there, they're going to the marketing arena and looking how they can help that situation as well. So I think we all have that opportunity to identify our strengths and weaknesses. And I did enjoy podcast marketing. I did enjoy actually researching, learning, finding all these, you know, great ways to get your podcast out there, but it didn't light me up. And I think you're right, Kim, in in what you kind of said that I went that way because I think we kind of almost trick ourselves or trap ourselves into making things harder because, well, I don't know much about it, but I've had a bit of experience. So let me go and deep dive and learn all about it so that I can actually make this a thing because I really don't realize that I've already got a thing right here, right now that I could do something with because really nobody cares. Unfortunately, we can easily go in another direction that may be the wrong direction. So Carrie, I have to just like brag on you for a second about 
just the fact that you're willing to share this to me is a big deal. And I don't mean share it to me. I lived through this with you. <laughs> but I mean share it out loud because, you know, that is one of the traps I think is on entrepreneurs. We fall into the trap of being prideful and not wanting to admit that, you know, we've we need to change courses or we need to change any kind of direction or whatever. But Carrie, I still think all of your learning that you did for podcast marketing, all the things that you are good at, just is not your zone of genius, as they say. Like there is a book out there that talks about your zones of genius, your zones of competence. And I feel like you are very competent. You're good at You're good at everything you do. But when you talk about finances, that's when not only you light up, that's your, that's your, that really is your zone of genius. And I think when you get there, you allow, like you said, you allow yourself to get there. You have a different reward there. Like you would have been fine. You would, you know, making money wasn't ever the problem. Never is the problem. It's the staying there. Because if we don't stay consistent in our business and we're really just playing around, like if we're not, if we're not committed long-term, then we need to, you know, do things differently. I know people build businesses so they can sell them. That's their business to build businesses to sell them. However, when you're building relationships in a business, I mean, I would freak out, Carrie, if all these years you're doing the business finances and one day I come and knock on the door, you know, the virtual door, of course, but I would knock on the the door and you're not there anymore. You're just gone. Like the signs are all gone. There's no evidence of you even being there. And I think that's what a lot of entrepreneurs do because they do exactly what you were just talking about. This can't be what I do. This is too easy. Nobody would want this. So I'm going to go do this other thing that really doesn't light me up. And then I'm going to have a hard time showing up for long term. I'm going to have a hard time. And I think you are just, you are brilliant, Carrie Zarb. Let's just go there. No, oh, Kim, stop it. <laughs> I do see from what I've experienced how easy it is, obviously, because, yep, victim number one over here. And at the same time, I don't regret doing that because, and so much as to say, my social media, those posts, podcast marketing are still there. You go scroll, scroll down on Instagram and you will find them because I don't believe in deleting anything. I did it. So what? Like I realized it was not the right thing for me, but I didn't need to hide that. I didn't need to bury that. I wasn't ashamed of that. And Kim, if you remember correctly, when I had just started doing the podcast marketing, I actually said to you, well, I could do a little bit of finances as well. And at one stage I had both running and side by side and I'm sitting there going, oh, okay, I've just made this really hard for myself. What hat am I wearing today? Which lot of socials are going out? And there became a bit of a mixture. And then I went, right, okay, really, what are you doing now? So we have to have those conversations in the mirror with ourselves as well as conversations that you and I had out loud, but I didn't see the point in, it's the same as my podcast. I changed the podcast name. We've, we've arrived at the Money Barista podcast. It's had two other names in the past and it's the same RSS feed. It's the same thread. It's the same show. You can go back and listen to the previous versions of the podcast in previous episodes and no point hiding it. It is what it is. Watching ourselves evolve 
and letting ourselves evolve and being okay with that. I did not have to go and strip my social media accounts down. I didn't have to start new social media accounts. Just be okay with paths that you've chosen and allow yourself to evolve and shift and level up, Kim. That's one of your little hot words that you've been using of late is that level up. We can always level up. Okay, you have leveled up in enormous ways. You've leveled up in all the things, but I want to point out Even though everything seems to have changed, I also want to point out everything is the same, only better. Yes, huge. And that's probably what feels so good about everything, Kim, because this rebrand has involved all of my spaces and places, but there's been no move. I didn't have to pack up the entire house full of furniture and go and live in a brand new house. I had my house. I already got it. I'm already set. It was just new logo, new name, change the socials, flip the website, same website, bones are still there. Some of the little pieces of the web, many of the pieces of the website, Kim, have not actually changed because I stayed true to my passion and core of what I want to achieve. So it was photos and logos and a little bit of extra splash of color and a little bit more Kerry. So... Yeah, the bones are the same. And I love, 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 love that, Carrie, because when you rebrand, let's give it like let's give a couple of tips really quickly. If you're going to rebrand, if you're gonna get clear about something, make sure you remember that you don't have to tear down because I think of it as like tearing down a building. You don't have to implode all that you've been doing to get to the other place. Whatever it is you're trying to rebrand to. Don't, you don't have to recreate the entire wheel. You don't have to do all the extra things. If you're going to brand, don't tear down your building. Don't waste all the effort you've already made. Like that's a big one, Carrie. It is. And I want to call that demolition crews be gone. Like they're not welcome. We don't need them. However, this is a rebrand approach, which is what I've gone through. If you're doing something else and you're thinking to yourself right now, oh, maybe I'm not on track. Maybe I should have been doing what I was doing before in a different way. Like it's not necessarily you're going to go back and and if you weren't enjoying what you were doing and you thought it wasn't going to go somewhere, maybe it just needs to be done different, what you do love to do. So if you've gone a different way and gone on another path looking for the thing that's going to be your thing, maybe that just gets put on pause. Maybe you just pop the pause button on that one. Again, no demolition cruise. Just pop it on pause. Come back to yourself. Have that time to think and process and and have coffee with it, as we would say, Kim. And then think about what you want. But take your time. Do not rush it. When I decided that I was not happy with all my pieces and all my places and all my names, Kim, I didn't rush out with a sledgehammer. I did not. It was not time for the sledgehammer. It was time to actually sit back. And if you remember correctly, Kim, let's share the truth behind this. The Money Barista came from our conversation. The names of all my places did not come until much later. So all the other pieces, the Money Barista Savings Tool, the Money Barista Club, all of those didn't come to fruition until later in the process of the whole planning and evolving and shifting and starting to prepare for this rebrand. 
it was only in probably two weeks before we pressed the button that I even knew that that was going to be the names of those tools. So we give ourselves the time and opportunity to come to these moments. I'm so proud of you, Kerizar. That's what I have to say about that. Thank you, Kim. Well, I couldn't have done it without you. Do not be fooled, y'all. She could have completely don't, done it without me. Don't we just, you don't. just wouldn't have had as much fun. That's what the oh, difference is. That is definitely, <laughs> absolutely. I do not disagree with that. But seriously, like you were a huge contributor. Definitely, when you think about doing something with someone, it always pays to have someone that you can soundboard the ideas with and have those conversations with. We're very fortunate, Kim, to have each other for that. And for anyone tuning in that doesn't have that, find that person. Find someone that can help you if you want to embark on a rebrand or a shift or a change so that you've got someone to have the conversations with and and help get you the clarity that you need. I think it really does. As soon as you're saying it out loud, Kim, sometimes we answer our own questions all the time. Harry, I'm going to throw a little spicy here at the end. I think we all have most of the answers inside of us. If we will start talking about it to someone who will actually listen, I think there's a difference. And I'm not even sure if you know this, Gary, but that's actually where Mastermind was born, was decades ago, I recognized I needed to be able to verbally process. So when I figured that out, that's actually where all of that came from, is I saw other people struggling the same way I had. And that's where it was born. Now there's a space that they could come and brainstorm and they can come and do that stuff. So I find it ironic, Carrie, that again, everything changes, yet everything is actually the same underneath. Nothing has like changed except it's evolved to be better. Yeah, exactly, Kim. I did not know that story. I think it's time to hop out of the BBG studio. And let our amazing listeners get on with their day or morning or evening or lunch, whatever they happen to be. Maybe they're driving. Drive safe, peoples. Drive safe. We have a spicy conversation coming up next week, Carrie. I just want to like leave that there oh. because I believe we are doing something that is a little controversial. You brought up in, I believe it came from the Money Barista podcast. So y'all want to tune in next week and we'll see you then. Carousel? Yes, I, w- I want to tune in because I don't even know what it is, Kim. So I'll be I'll be here. I'll be here. I keep good notes, y'all. Just saying. Good, good. <laughs> Lucky one of us does. <laughs> Thank you, Kim. Love you. Thank you for joining Kim and Kerry in today's conversation of Buckets and Boomgates. Don't forget to follow the show to be the fly on the wall for future episodes. And they can't wait to chat with you next week. Ooh.